Greetings, and welcome to my award-winning podcast, Dr. Essie Speaks. This is your host, Dr. Essie. As always, I hope that my podcast is inspirational and motivational so that it will enhance and transform your life. Thank you to my faithful listeners for tuning in each week. Today's show is with a woman of God, a mother, a wife, an author, an influencer, a believer, who continues to make a powerful impact across this nation and throughout the world. I am blessed to have her as my special guest, and I'm elated to engage in a conversation with her so that you can hear about all the amazing things that she is doing to make an impact. My honored guest is none other than First Lady Eureka Rawlins. Let me share a little bit more about her journey. First Lady Eureka received Jesus Christ as a savior in 1996 accepted ministry call in 1998, licensed to preach in 2004, and ordained as an elder in 2010. She serves in the following capacities, leading lady, executive pastor of Celebration Church, oversees women ministry and intercessory prayer team. She also walks in her gift of healing. First Lady Rollins is employed with Southampton County Public Schools, a licensed cosmetologist and a new author of Breaking the Silence. And we can't wait to hear all about this new book. She is a non-traditional leading lady and is committed to the life of wife and partner in ministry with Pastor Anthony, her husband of 23 years. God has abundantly blessed them to parent six exceptional children, Anthony Jr., Amber, Andrew, Ashley, Alicia, and Aaron. Eureka strives to be authentic in her walk with God, her work with God, and her worship with God. She believes if we're available, willing, and humble, God can use us in any capacity according to his will. She always believed there is no better person to be than yourself, at home and in the public eye. Her passion is to see men and women free and walk in their God-given purpose. I'm going to take a quick commercial break, and when I come back, I'll give my special guest, First Lady Eureka Rollins, an opportunity to share with my listening audience. As always, remember to check out my website at www.dressespeaks.com, where you can find all my books about school transformation, school leadership, motivation, and inspirational topics, and so much more. In addition, you can check out all of my latest Amazon and international best-selling books. I'll be right back. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Welcome back to Dr. Essie Speaks, your award-winning podcast host, Dr. Essie. My guest again is First Lady Eureka Rawlins, amazing woman of God, 
once again, who's making a tremendous impact. Thank you for joining me on Dr. Essie Speaks podcast. Congratulations to you on all of your success in helping to impact the lives of others. Once again, I know that my listeners can't wait. They're going to benefit greatly from our conversation today. Welcome to my show and tell us, how are you doing? Oh, for, I'm doing great. Uh, I want to thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your podcast. I'm excited to be here and uh, yeah, I'm great. <laughs> Well, I am so glad to know that you're doing great. Um, you're doing some amazing things. I can't wait to talk with you more in depth about it. You are just an inspiration to me and many others. So thank you. Thank you for all that you're doing. And tell us a little bit more about yourself and maybe some of the new projects and things you've been up to lately. So to tell you a little bit more about myself, um, I know you kind of shared it in the bio, but I feel like I always like to um, talk about my family, um, to be the wife to overseer Anthony Rawlings. We've been married for 23 years and together our six children, we have three girls and three boys um, who aren't um, babies anymore. Everybody's pretty much grown. Uh, we're excited um, to see what is happening in their lives. We have two who are in the Air Force, um, two in college, uh, one in the workplace and um, you know, mounting up into adulthood, um, and then our senior who, who's in high school and doing great in sport. So, um, so family means a lot to me. Um, it, it really is dear to my heart. Um, and and just trying to balance home, work, ministry, and uh, that's kind of like what I've been up to. Um, and also working on my second project. Um, which is my second book. So yes, so I am um, gearing up for that. Well, indeed, we celebrate you, um, you know, motherhood. I know I only have two and I'm just <laughs> sitting here thinking about what you said. Not two, not three, not four, <laughs> not five, but six. Correct. Wow. What a blessing. Six kids, two in the Air Force, one in the workplace, two in college, and one yes. getting ready um, to graduate high school. And congratulations yes. to you on your 18-year-old baby. You are just amazing in all that you do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Indeed. So, you know, everyone has someone who inspired them, who inspired you to be all that you are, all that you do, a mother, a wife, a first lady um, working in the school system. I mean, how in the world do you do it all? Where does your inspiration come from? Well, you know, I, I try not to be so deep, but definitely my inspiration comes from God. I just believe that he helps me to maneuver through whatever I have to do. Um, there are many great men and women um, um, that I have learned from, gleaned from, have been inspired by, um, whether that's in the workplace, um, spiritually, um, you know, uh, having um, other, you know, first ladies and things of that nature to be able to pour into me, having spiritual leaders. And, you know, it's hard to just point out one um, because it's like one thing about me, um, I've always been me. You know, my name is Eureka. Uh, people always say your name is unique. And, and I feel like, you know, God just made me unique. And I always feel that um, I can learn from someone. I can look up to them. I can be inspired by them. 
but 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 I never want to be just like someone else. You know, I can learn from them. I can, you know, like I said, I can admire them and, and be inspired, but I always want to be authentic in who I am. So what I learned, I kind of eureka it, <laughs> if that's a word. But um, but definitely um, I have learned from some great men and women of God, like that have like our spiritual um, parents who have poured into us, um, my husband and I, and um, to implement those things in my life. Because we've been in ministry for a, a long time and so we've learned from so much from so many. Yeah. So, you know, you said it, you are an original, you're authentic. Um, there's nobody else like you. You are unique, Arika. And I just love that about you. You have paved your own way. You said that God is your source. You know, he is our inspiration. He's your inspiration. And we can see it by the walk that you're taking you have surrounded yourself, it's no doubt about it, with great people and spiritual leaders. So definitely thank you. And tell us, I know when you were in high school thinking about graduating, what did you yeah. think back then and how did you get started to where you are today? Wow. So back in high school and graduating um, from high school, I guess um, I can share this. You know, I graduated from high school, not sure exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, so my parents and I, we kind of agreed, okay, we'll do community college. And um, and so I enrolled. And, you know, uh, this is my BC before Christ days. You know, you'd be all booed up and in love. <laughs> and um, and I actually, um, I actually got pregnant and I wasn't able to spend it. So um, I had my son. And after that, I was just like, you know, I need to, I need to do something. So that's when I kind of uh, ventured into the hair. So I went to um, uh, cosmetology school uh, to pursue a career in doing hair. Um, you know, my mom, she, she's, uh, a, she's a beautician. She's been doing it for years. And, um, and that gift kind of fell on me as well. So, you know, my journey went from cosmetology school, doing hair, to getting married, being a stay-at-home mom, <laughs> eventually getting into the workplace and all that good stuff. So as far as that part of my life, again, you know, family is important to me. And a lot of my decisions have been based on what's best for our family. And as far as ministry is concerned, my husband actually preached his initial sermon the week before we got married. So kind of like uh <laughs> you know kind of like okay so you married a preacher you know which I knew I was going to marry a preacher you know I, I just knew that um but not necessarily knowing that I would preach so it's like taking one you know taking steps but then the Lord dealt with me um and and and, and told me that you know I'm, I'm calling you to minister my word and so I embraced it I took it seriously went through preparation um and I like I said, I always want to be authentic. Uh, I allow the Holy Spirit, I allow God to shape and mold me. Um, no, I'm not perfect, uh, but I definitely strive to, you know, I want to please the Father. So um, so he, he has been with me, um, my family, um, steering me, opening doors, opportunities. And um, 
I know I still haven't seen, you know, all of it because uh, I feel like he, he still got some stuff in his back pocket, you know. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, so it's it's been a journey um, and I'm sure you'll probably, you know, dig a little bit more into that. I hope that answered your question. <laughs> it did. And you know what? I did not know that you were a cosmetologist. And I guess now I know your secret to you having every strand of hair on your head in place at all times, not just on Sundays, but at all times. Um, that is so amazing to me. Like, how do you find the time to do all that you do? Oh, my goodness. And you know what? You yeah. said a man of God, a woman of God, you were booed up. And we're so glad that you were booed up because you all are impacting so many lives. So I just love it. I love the two of you. And um, I love your family. You're just awesome. So thank you so much for sharing that. And so talk a little bit about what challenges you have faced on your journey. Oh, wow. Um, I, 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 I've endured uh, many challenges. Um, I guess I can start with a, a physical challenge that I dealt with. Um, I, I had just gave birth to our first daughter. And um, I remember coming home from the hospital and I didn't realize that I was hemorrhaging. And all I know is I passed out and just married, um, still trying to get things off the ground, you know, and, and I'm telling you, I thank God for where he has brought us from. Cause I think at the time, like we didn't even have the house phone. My husband had to go and go to my, my office house, you know, in the neighborhood to use the phone to call the, um, to call the rescue squad, you know, but I thank God for where he's brought us from. Um, but I, I didn't realize it. I just knew as I was laying there and I had passed out and my husband, you know, was trying to bring me to. And once I did, it's just like, I just hear it. I was just like, I don't know what I have to go through, but I know God, you are with me and you're going to bring me through. I remember being at the emergency room and um, my mom, my husband was there and she was there as well. Uh, but she she wanted to, of course, get to her baby. And um, she told me, like, she said, you know, I was looking at you. I could just see the life leaving you. And I was so weak. Like, I was so weak. You know, once I gone through, I had to get blood transfusion and all of that stuff. Um, I was so weak that I couldn't even open a, a saltine, a pack of saltine crackers, you know. And so from that experience, I had a bout of like anemia and having to get iron infusions and different things. I didn't, you know, have the energy. And I just, you know, this went on for, for, for a long time. And I was just like, Lord, I'm just so, when is this going to be over for me? You know, like I am, I just, I'm tired of feeling like this. And, um, and, and I thank God that he will use, you know, the wisdom, um, you know, there was a procedure out that wasn't invasive, um, my numbers were getting up and I had this procedure and um, and I tell you today, I don't have to get infusions, uh, no blood transfusions. My numbers are good. Um, let's just say God is a healer. Um, he healed my body and, and I, I feel so much better, have the energy and all of that stuff. You know, my hemoglobin was like three point something really low. But God moved. He healed my body. Even if I used a procedure, like he, he used that as a tool. And, you know, I'm thankful for that. So sometimes people 
experience, you know, sickness and things in their body. And sometimes they feel like, is this just going to be stuck with me? But I, I just want to encourage those who are listening that God is a healer. He sent his word and it healed. And sometimes it takes longer than we think, but we can't lose faith. We got to, you know, keep hope and and speak that word, you know, declare um, and, and call those things that be not as though they were. So that was a physical challenge. But, you know, I also had some internal challenges. Um, I know, you know, I went to school, um, graduated high school, um, went to cosmetology school. And, you know, I used to feel like um, because I did not have a degree, <laughs> you know, I didn't have a lot of awards. Um, I used to wonder, like, you know, am I enough? Was I enough? I, you know, didn't have all the accolades. But I needed to know for myself, I had to grow to this place that a degree doesn't define me, an award doesn't make me, um, and if I have it, it's fine, but I can't depend on those things to validate me. I got to know who I am regardless. So, um, you know, because I feel like you can have all of those things um, and not know how to talk to people, not know how to treat people. You can have all of those things and not even know the Lord. Um, and so... There's nothing wrong with it. You know, I just say if I pursue it, uh, it will be because that's what I want to do. And um, it's not to fit in or to feel like I need to do this to be accepted. Some people won't give other people the time of day if they don't have that. You know, they don't have accolades on the college degree. Um, but if they just took a moment, you know, just to kind of see that person for who they are and get past, you know, the out they might find that and be surprised that there's so many layers to people uh, to see what's on the inside of them. And we can learn from um, from anybody. So, yeah. So those, you know, were, were some challenges. I thank God um, for having that confidence um, and knowing who I am, you know, and not to compare. Because, like I said, there are some things that God give you that it comes natural some of those things, just like, you know, as far as the gift of healing, um, um, sometimes I feel like a, a spirit of counsel comes, like wisdom comes when I'm talking to people or ministering to them, um, you know, so, so yeah, so th that was a challenge, you know, and I had to see within myself, and I think we all can say this one right here, people, <laughs> in general, but, you know, we learn to love, we learn to forgive. And we keep it moving and we let God handle the rest. Wow, so many nuggets. I hope listeners that you really um, adhere to some of this advice, you know, sharing your personal story. You didn't have to do that, but you shared so authentically, so candidly. I thank you for that. There are so many women of color who do not have the outcome like you when they go through the birthing process. And then you went on to have five more kids. That is yeah. truly amazing, amazing. And you know, you talked about you had this feeling that you were not enough. Well, we know you are enough. And I always tell people because, you know, when I used to do speaking engagements, I would tell the kids, I've been to 12 different colleges and universities from Harvard yeah. University to University, four degrees. Yes. You know what? That doesn't define who I am. It was just yes. the blessings of God that allowed me his grace and mm -hmm. mercy to study to get those degrees. But it doesn't yes. define who I am. And it doesn't dictate Correct. my life and what I'm going to do. And I hope that the most important thing is like you, 
we can all give back and love people, forgive people, and help people along the way. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Thank and you. your accomplishments are amazing as well. <laughs> That's Thank a lot you. of work. That's amazing. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate it. It was his covering yeah. over my life to get to Absolutely. where I am today. And yes. you have had so many successes. Tell us about some of those greatest successes. I know six kids and being a first lady, all of that. Just yeah. tell us about that. Yeah. So, um, I think, you know, seeing our children where they are now, because, you know, they go through challenges, you know, challenges themselves and um, uh, to see the transition, you know, there are times, you know, we would, we would speak, you know, life over our children. We would declare, you know, that they, uh, they succeed academically and all those things. And sometimes you decree things and it don't always look like, what you saying and it's just like okay lord i know what you said but um they not tracking it that way so sometimes um we have to give our children to god like those things that we may be concerned about um we're praying about and you know i i feel like you know our kids aren't perfect you know we're not perfect and sometimes we want them to be in the place and timing is everything and sometimes we have to trust the process. So even when it does not look like what you prayed for, uh, what you've spoken over your child, um, again, hold tight, hold faith, hold on to the promise, uh, promises of what God has spoken. Uh, because in time, those things come to pass. You know, I can remember times where I, I did not know, you know, I didn't know with my head, but I was like, I know what you said, God, you know, so uh, you just keep loving, you know, you, you could do tough love, you show that love. And in the moment, I really just kind of let it go, you know, and to, to give it to God is when I begin to see him, you know, just kind of shift and move, you know, um, in that position. So to see where we've come from, see the transitions with our children is a great, um, for me, is a great success. Um, me and my husband both, we are proud um, of our children. Um, I mean, we have one son, he's in Florida, the other one is in Nevada. Um, you know, so it's just like, wow, Lord, I mean, I just remember maybe what, two, three years ago, you know, <laughs> it's just like, what's happening? And, and God just turned that thing around, you know, so, um, so yeah, so, so that journey, um, and you said, you know, you have six children, what, you know, how, how did you do that? I remember this is probably a little funny, but my mom, um, you know, we were having kids, okay. And I think I don't know if it was the sixth one or the fifth one, I don't know, but my mom was like, You having another child? She just couldn't believe it, you know. And I'm just like, you know, hey, I just believe, you know, that God will give me the capacity to do what I need to do. And I even asked myself, just like, how 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 are you gonna do this? You know, how are we gonna do this? And I just heard the Holy Spirit say, love is going to help you do this. Your love for your kids is going to help you do this. And um, and I look back now, people used to tell me, like, you know, your kids are so well behaved. Like, we go to restaurants, um, we sitting at the table, nobody's hopping on the table and getting up and down, you know. They just feel like your kids are well behaved. And, uh, you know, they might cut up at home, but they knew how to act in public. <laughs> but... But uh, but I said all of that, you know, to say is that 
God graced me to do it. I, I can remember taking one child to school. He was walking. I had one um, on my hip. I had to carry another hand, you know, getting to school. So, um, it, yeah, so it, it was the love that I had for them. And, and by the grace of God, you know, that, that we got through, you know, got through that. And um, and as far as First Lady, um, wow, I was 28 when I became the First Lady. And the church we went to, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm so young. And there are people here that could be my mom or my grandmother. And how in the world am I going to be able to lead, you know? And I, I heard the Lord say, you know, just be you. Love all my people and be who you are, you know? And so, um, so of course, you know, there, there were good moments. There were... Uh, sad moments, there were hurtful moments. Um, but when you have an assignment, you kind of go through those things, you learn from them. Um, and some aren't as easy as others, but you don't stay there, you know, and, and, and you just, um, allow God to continue to do what he do, you know. So, um, so yeah, so I've learned a lot, um, being a first lady because nobody gives you a manual. No one tells you, how to do this thing, you know, what are the do's and the don'ts? And, and that's one of, you know, one of the reasons why the Lord had laid on my heart, you know, to to write my book, um, Breaking the Silence, what every first lady needs to know. And that is like, for me, a personal uh, success for myself, you know, because we all, as moms, we always pour out, we think about everybody else um, before us. And so me being able to complete that was major it took me a minute to do it um, until the Lord was just like, look, girl, you need to stop tripping. You know, I'm praying, asking, look, look, Lord, why why haven't you done this for me? And he's like, look, I told you to write a book and you haven't even started. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes, you know, we asking God to move and he's like, well, can you keep the first thing first? Like I asked you to do this, get started on that and then watch me do or move in this area. You know, so, um, so yeah, so I, I put the pedal to the metal and, um, God connected me with the right people. I, and this was during the pandemic. So he like, I, you know, the world would look just stop and shut down. So you have no excuse. <laughs> you know, I was getting up like four in the morning, writing, writing, just typing, typing until it completed. And I, and, and, and just went through that process. But that was a major success for me. Uh, because I, I had a burden, have a burden for leading ladies. And I, I wanted to impart for those who may be on that journey and don't know the first thing, you know, uh, about walking in that. So, you know, in my book, they definitely, um, definitely can learn from my experiences and um, the wisdom from that. Well, indeed, congratulations on your new book. I can't wait to get my hands on it. And we are so proud of you. You are amazing. So proud of your husband. So proud of your kids. And you said something that I want to just touch on. And that is about kids. You know, when we try to raise kids, sometimes we have to allow them to journey through their own path. We have a yes. right and a responsibility to guide them. But sometimes mm -hmm. you have to allow them to find their way and let them experience everything that you can possibly let them experience, expose them. That is so important. And I yes. know all six of your kids are gifts from you and your husband to this world because they will continue to make you proud. I know. Yes. That. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> 
So <laughs> tell us a little bit more about your book and how will that um, continue to help people beyond the pulpit, just everything that you're doing. How are you going to continue to help people five years from now, 10 years? I know you're probably setting those goals and thinking about, okay, yeah. God, what is it that you're revealing yeah. to me that I can do next? Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so as far as uh, my book, the crazy thing about it is the book is, is for leading ladies, for first ladies. Um, but I, I found that women, just, you know, women who may not be in that leadership role in the church, but they were purchasing my book and they were like, I'm not a first lady, but I can relate to some of the stuff you're talking about in here. How, how, how we deal with, you know, forgiving and sometimes not feeling seen. So with that being said, you know, I, I want to connect with leading ladies, but I also feel that connection with women. Like I feel that connection with like men as well. You know, um, when you talk about how, how am I helping people beyond the pulpit? You know, I, I believe that as born again believers, we are light and, and we should take it everywhere we go. And being able to make a difference in the lives of others. I love people, you know, I, 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 I do. And it doesn't matter if you white, black, um, it doesn't matter if you the, the principal or the custodian, like I want to respect everybody and I can have a conversation with any of them. So being able to make a difference in the lives of others, if, if that's just being nice to them or that is um, spreading positivity or encouraging them when they need encouragement, um, so, you know, to answer your question, yes, I believe that I am impacting beyond the pulpit, but I, I really feel like in this season, I, I need to be doing more. And the Lord is dealing with me about that. In November of 2021, I started doing my social media posts. You know, one of the goals that I had set is that look, you, you need to work on consistency. And so for, for the month of November, I did like the 30 days of, of Thanksgiving. So each day I would do a post, you know, do a post and I would do it Monday through Friday. Weekends were off, you know, and, um, and I, and I completed that and I was just like, okay. So, I mean, I still do it in 2023. Um, so I really feel this pull though, um, in this season to connect more outside of the pulpit. You know, I, I, you said you were inspired or be encouraged by it in my post, and, and that means a lot. You know, I hear people come telling me, like I said, women, men, um, just saying, you know, how I inspire them. Like those posts, like don't stop. You know, I had someone in several inboxes, like saying, you know, I was believing God for my marriage and, um, and thing, and I saw a post and it just kind of, dealt with me and I, I I've had a complete turnaround like in my marriage. Um I've had someone to say they have like little conversations about my post. They get with the people in their family and they talk about certain things that I'm I'm saying. I'm not even realizing that this reaches there. Um people that I just white, black, I mean I just would not um expect. I've even had a, a licensed therapist tell me your post is my therapy. I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> you know, so, um, so yeah, so I really do feel a pull in this season though, to connect, um, more so like even in the school, I, I believe in connecting with like the students and, um, all of that, just, just 
God just opened doors and he, he, he makes um, opportunities for us to be able to be in the right place at the, at the right time. Amen to that. And, you know, I'm just going to have to read one of your posts because I do um, check them out every now and then when I get an opportunity. And you said you, my prayer for you is that you see you the way God sees you, that yes. you go after what God has for you and that you free you from other people's opinion of you. Open your yes. eyes. Can you see you? Make sure, listeners, you get your copy. Go to her website, and she's going to tell you at the end of our conversation how you can do that. So Dr. Essie Speaks is all about sharing resources to really help others achieve their goals. What advice, golden nuggets, and I really want you to touch on this since we are entering a season of end for the 2023 year, and we are getting ready to journey into the 2024 year. Tell us, give us some golden nuggets, some takeaways, some things that we must put in our toolkit as we move forward. You know, I think uh, when we get to this place, here we are in December, and there are probably a lot of things that you set out to do at the beginning of the year, and you may feel like you didn't scratch the surface, or um, maybe you, you got some things done and, and, and didn't get other things done, and I just think sometimes we are hard on ourselves. And the thing about it is, is that if God gives us another day, another year, make the best of it. You know, uh, we set goals, but we need to make sure that they are attainable. You know, you got your short-term, long-term, um, major goals. Um, but sometimes if you're trying to create a habit of that, you know, start with something small, you know, and um, and, and, and just stick to it, like being consistent. You know, whether it's just doing one thing every day so that you could develop consistency, it'll trickle over in other um, areas of your life, you know. So, um, so you know, what advice um, I would say to people to, um, you know, because I know that you are in education, sometimes the biggest challenge is believing in yourself. Many people feel stuck because they don't believe in themselves and they don't know how to get out of what they're in or to carry out a dream or a vision, um, or they may feel like they're just behind. But I just think that if we can process our mind, like if we can, like the, what you just read to me, that one of my posts, if we could see ourselves doing what it is that's in our heart, if we can uh, uh, find a way that the thoughts that are processing, things that we have in notebooks, if if we can get a plan to implement those things um, and pray for those connections, the resources um, to help us to move in that direction, we can do it. But it's a lot of things internally that we have to overcome. Um, you know, I, I I I embrace who I am, and when I tell you, I was just like, Lord, you know, we got to be free from people. We got to be free from their opinions. We got to be free from our past and, and things that have been spoken over us. And when you really are free, like people, you know that people can think what they want to think about you, but you know who you are. That is such a peace. So I want to encourage the listeners, you know, to, to, to believe in yourself, believe in the God in you, believe in what he has placed in you, the skills, whether that is, like you said, going um, to college and, and getting those degrees or um, starting that business or writing that book, if God told you to do it, and if it's something he's placed in your heart, he's already thought it through. 
it's in you, but you got to believe in yourself. And don't let no one else who does not believe in what's in your heart or the vision or dream deter you from operating in that. That's what we need to press in even more. So don't give up. Don't beat yourself up because you feel like you didn't meet all of your goals. Let's jump right back in that thing in 2024. Don't wait to the end, but let's get some things rolling, you know, on this side of the year. And uh, I just believe God is going to do great things. I really, I really do. I really I do. do. I do as well. Wow, so many golden nuggets. And I'm just going to sort of recap for the listeners because that was powerful. Make the best of it, she said. I set those attainable goals. Create habits, you know. Um, be consistent with what you do. Believe in yourself. Get out of what you Seek that help. You know, anybody can call anybody anytime to get the help that they need. And process yeah. things through your mind. Plan to implement and pray your way. You said so many other things, but pray your way yeah. into as we get ready to end 2023 and into 2024. Don't give up moving forward. So tell us, how can listeners get in contact with you? Uh, well, you guys can um, follow me on Facebook. Uh, you can find me as Eureka Rawlings. And on Instagram, it's Eureka.Rawlings. And my email address is EurekaRawlingsLLC at gmail.com. I can tell you, I am honored. I am grateful. I am thankful that you have shared with us this evening. You have shared authentically. You've shared as my special guest. So first lady, Eureka, thank you so much for sharing with me and the listeners today. You are more, more than welcome and, and thank you for having me. Indeed. And continue doing the impactful things that you're doing and may God continue to bless you and also your husband and your kids with making a profound difference. You indeed have a grand opportunity and you're taking advantage of it to impact lives, inspire others and spread love. And as I always say to my number one listeners, Thanks for listening, and remember to visit my website at www.dressiespeaks.com, where you can find all the links to my podcast, my social media platforms, books, and so much more. Remember to get your copy of any of my latest Amazon and international bestsellers, and also get a copy of Breaking the Silence by First Lady Eureka Rawlins. Join me each Sunday at 5.30 p.m. for Dr. Essie Speaks. Once again, I challenge each of you motivate and inspire others to make their lives better and our world a better place. Until then, be safe, be blessed, and make that profound impact in the lives of others. <laughs>